Hey friends, this is Hannah Wedger, an agriculture teacher in St. Paul, Minnesota, land of 10,000 lakes. And I'm here to talk all things agriculture education related, curriculum, classroom management, FFA, career development events, SAEs, and whatever else you wanna hear about. It's basically me sharing chapters from my book of agriculture with all of you. So let's dig in. Hello, friends! Minivan Chronicles coming at you from the minivan. Just leaving school. We had a work day today because we are transitioning from hybrid back to distance learning. This was our second round of going back to distance learning, and so we have some transition days here to plan it all out. Um, and I got a lot of feedback, a lot of people connecting with me from my last podcast about feeling helpless and having that lead to cynicism. And a lot of people like are in the same boat, feeling very similar feelings to what I'm feeling as well. Um, which, to be honest, for me personally... It just feels good to know that, like, you're not alone. Um, and I just, I think it helps. Like, we're all learning in this process. And so I think if we can, like, learn to, like, name what we're feeling or learn how to better process what we're feeling, um, I, that's exciting. That's, that's a really cool thing. Um, so I wanted to chat a little bit further about um, just kind of like an extension of what I've processed with cynicism. Um, but before I do, I just have to quickly call out that Minnesota weather is bananas. So two weeks ago, mid-October, it was like 30s, and we got a ton of snow, like eight inches. Currently, today, it is 70, and beautiful day, no more snow. It feels like I should be wearing shorts. So, Minnesota, you crazy, but I love you. And I'll take the 70-degree weather for a little bit longer before it dips down into the, the negatives. So, um, all right, let's, let's chat. Let's have a little, little one-on-one. So I have been thinking more about this school year, and I think I mentioned it a little bit in my last podcast, but... There's really some things that I'm missing the school year. Like, I mean, honestly, like overall, generally, I'm missing the normalcy, right? Like that normalcy of just having having kids in a classroom face-to-face every, you know, for five days in a row. I'm missing that part. I'm missing that connection with students. I'm missing the familiarity 
I'm missing consistency. Um, consistency on a whole bunch of levels. Like I'm missing the just like daily schedule consistency. I'm missing the consistency of being able to easily check in with students and like that, like I see you every day. I can remind you every single day, like, hey, where's that assignment? Or like just being able to be like, hey, I know you had a bad day yesterday. How are you doing today? Tell me about that. Like that is not, it's just, it's removed. It's doable, but not as easy to do in a Google Meet or through an email. Does not seem as as sincere as when you are doing it face-to-face with a student, right? Um, missing, missing like the consistent time with students. And so like all of this feelings of like missing student, you know, missing, missing normal, right? I've figured out that I am grieving. So I changed schools and I'm, I'm obviously grieving about that. Like that is this whole weird long process of grieving. But then there's also the like, I'm just honestly grieving a normal school year. Like I'm grieving the fact that everything is so up in the air, that there's no consistency whatever, whatsoever, that it can change overnight what our school plan is. And I can be as planned out as I want to, and I'm going to undoubtedly have to go back and change plans at some point. Like, that's that's just what the school year has been. And I'm grieving, like, the so many things. And, you know, like, I think about when I have grieved the death of a family member, um, and you feel like sad and mad and sad and then you think of really good memories and you feel happy like they they make you feel like nostalgic and you feel like everything's gonna be okay and then the next day you're like just bawling your eyes out again and I I have like those feelings feel so familiar to when I've lost a family member like those that feels so familiar and it's it's weird to think that those feelings can be present in the change of a like in relation to my job and like in relation to school in that I'm like still feeling those things. Um, like I, I, I think, and I think why I'm like thinking about it so much is because I wasn't expecting that. Like I wasn't expecting it for it to be this grieving process. And then when it came up and kind of hit me, I was like, Oh, Oh, that's weird. Like, Oh, that's what's happening. That's how my brain is like working through all of this. Is it she's processing that that thinker up there is working through this step by step the best way that it knows how. And it's, it's a little rough, a little back and forth. And 
I, um, yeah, it's just a very interesting thing to think about. I don't know that, I mean, what I know about grief, and this is just my own antidote, is that, like, you're not going to move the process along, and it's hard to, con- like, you're not going to control that process, right? Like, it is going to happen how it's going to happen, and there's not a lot of control over it. Just like, like, you may have believed that you have fully processed grief in relation to, you know, something, and then something happens, and it, like, triggers this whole process again, right? Um, again, I don't want to keep connecting it to a family member dying, because that is, I mean, someone's life is different than a job changing. However, I think about it, like, you felt like you've went through the grieving process and then something pops up that reminds you of that person or reminds you of a specific time and then you might feel sad about it again. And I feel like that keeps happening. You know, like you get to a certain lesson. Like I love teaching soils and my, my soils unit, like we had this, like the most magical time in class with half of my hybrid students. And then we all had to go to distance learning. And so I had this great lab and it was so awesome and I was so excited for my other group of students to try it. And then literally halfway through that class period, we got an email that we were going to distance learning. And it's like that, oh, like that got me again. You know, like that, that hurts. like. That makes me so sad. That's not what this is supposed to be. This is not like kids are supposed to be like excited about this and getting all dirty and grubby and figuring it out. And instead we are looking at a computer screen and I'm trying to guide them through a lab at home and it's not going the way that I want it to go for them. And they are, it's it's just not working, right, and so then I, it's that process, like, I'm mad, I'm mad that we're here, I'm mad that social distancing maybe was not practiced, or that something happened outside of my control, that we have an increase in cases, and I'm mad that we don't get to do a lab, and I'm sad for the students because they don't get that hands-on learning experience like they you know they signed up for and you know then I feel a little bit happy that we're just doing the best that we can and trying trying all the things and then when I think about those processes kind of naming it like I think that's the best we can do in these like during teaching or teaching during a pandemic like I think that's the best that we can do 
right? Is we can identify it, we can name it, we can figure out like what is in our control, what is not in our control, and and go from there. Um, I think you have every right to be sad or bummed out or upset about how the school year is playing out. And I think it's just important to remember that like this is all a process. It's not going to get better overnight, but there are going to be good parts and there are going to be times when things do go really well and your students are gonna be really excited and you're gonna be really excited. And I think, oh, this is just me, but I know for myself, when I can really focus on those things that I can control and the things that are going well, I'm a better person holistically for it. And I think when I can say like, I feel really upset about this situation. I'm going to take some time to be sad or upset about it, but then I'm going to move through it. Then I'm going to focus on like, what is that next thing that I can do? Kind of that next step. Um, I think about like in that grieving process, thinking about what is your next step? You know, what, what do you do to make yourself feel better? You know, it's getting comfort from family members, it's going for a run, it's having your favorite bowl of ice cream and watching your favorite movie. Um, Just those things that are comforting and make you feel better, I think are so important to focus on this year as well. Um... I'm pulling for you, friend, and I just want you to know that we are all in a different place right now, but we've all been in that spot where we are in tears or close to tears and not quite sure what to do, and I just want I want you to know that I'm pulling for you and I know that you are showing up as the best teacher that you can be on that day, every single day. Hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Bye-bye, everybody. You just finished listening to Ag with Miss Wedger, where I'm sharing chapters from my book of agriculture with each of you. I hope you enjoyed listening and learned a little bit more about our topic for today. Visit my Instagram at Mrs. Wedger to follow along on my daily journey as an agriculture teacher, a wife, and a mama of two. If you have any questions or ideas on topics you want me to dig in and cover, or if you, yeah you, want to be a guest, you can send me an email at eggwithmisswedger at gmail.com. I hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you soon.
Bye-bye, everybody.